Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Wood Talk for woodworkers by woodworkers. Now here are three guys who are actually under the illusion that woodworking is cool. Mark, Matt, and Shannon. All right, it's Wood Talk number 362 for March 3rd, 2017. Can't believe we're already in March. Can't believe it's the weekend. It just it feels like a Monday to me. So weird. Maybe. Maybe oh, wait. I just realized what's going on. Yeah, it's the weekend show. Wake up, man. Come on. You don't have your coffee? Show, man. Oh my God. Have I been sleeping here at my desk all yes, week? You've been sleeping all week long. You fell asleep on Monday, and now, now it's Saturday. Unbelievable. Okay. Oh. So today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, going out on a limb with design. This was not, uh, this wasn't inspired by a question. No one asked this, but it's something I was thinking about lately because I'm working on my trestle table and something very simple. I mean, the design of this table is not far out there. It's pretty simple. And there's a lot of tables out there that look like my table, but my table is my table. Um, But no, seriously, there's a walnut stripe in the center and I was thinking, okay, what can I do with this thing? I could just leave it, you know, kind of ease the edges, make it a little proud of the 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 wood on either side of it. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I did this dimpling thing that I, I did in the past on a Krenov-inspired uh, stand. So the drawer had this indentation, uh, this oval-shaped, routed-out indentation. I'm like, well, maybe I can actually dimple that, give it a texture, make it look kind of almost hand-hammered in a way. And I thought that turned out really nice, but it, it was one of those things where people either loved it or hated it. And I found anything that I've ever gone out on a limb with kind of has that reaction. And I think that's a good thing. I think if you're pushing limits, you're going to polarize people, you know, and it'll be divisive decisions, design decisions that get worked into your projects. And, you know, you don't want to always do that. But I think if everything you build is almost universally liked, you're probably serving up vanilla. You know what I mean? Like everyone's going to like it because you're not really doing anything different or unique. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you like to do. Um, But I think if you are trying to push the limits, your own personal limits, you're going to have to turn some people off to make that happen. So I was curious if you guys, you know, had any experience with that. Have you ever tried to go out on a limb and then found out that, wow, okay, I thought this was a cool idea, but everyone thinks it's crap. Um, But you start to realize it's because (laughs) you tried something different. Even if it's a failure, you tried it something different. 
Is that something you guys that, do have that done? Happens, that happens with just about everything that I build when I go off book, if you will. Yeah. Um, and usually I'm immediately smacked into place by my wife. Because my wife thinks the shakers were showy. <laughs> when it comes nice. to her own design sense, those shakers are a bunch of showboaters, man. Oh, man. So uh, there's been a couple times when like um, – and it depends <laughs> on kind of my mood or like what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, I was building a, a, a drop leaf table and I was very much into carving. I you know, just finally started taking it seriously and was playing around. So I was like everything that I was building had to have a carved element to it. Mm-hmm. So I sculpted the edge profile around the table. I sculpted the drawer front and I was like using a lot of asymmetry. So I put like the knob, the, the sculpted drawer knob was a little off center. And that was like the immediately the first thing she's like, that looks terrible. Like, <laughs> what did you do to that drawer front? Why is it all like, you know, I think, you drilled, I think you drilled the hole in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was the first thing she said. She's like, realize that's off center. I'm like, well, I did it that way. She's like, that's stupid. Oh, geez. Why did you, do that? you know, um, and invariably every time that I try to push those limits, you're right. Somebody goes, yeah, I would have done it this way, you know, or what I find, cause I, I do like a lot of traditional furniture. My tastes are pretty simple in that respect. Um, the minute you, like, if you're building a period piece and you deviate a little, you get a lot of people like, well, that's not, you know, a reproduction. I was like, well, I know. Well, why do you think you were going to improve on, you know, the master or whatever? And I was like, well, first of all, I don't think I could build it as well as that quote master did. (laughs) Second of all, I just didn't want that. I wanted it to be my own piece, you know? So I, I do think that that's part of the joy of woodworking, mm-hmm. you know, at least as, as a hobbyist, you know, if you've got to make sting things for customers, it's a little bit different, but if I'm making things for myself, you know, screw what you think. <laughs> right. I'm building it this way. Screw yeah. you guys. It's my table. <clears throat> That's right. What about you, Matt? Um, I guess the best example of this I have is when I made a, a bowl that I turned with epoxy that's had, like wires embedded in it. And it was kind of a cool idea in my mind. Like, this could be a really cool thing. I think the idea had some legs, but the execution wasn't quite perfect. But that wasn't really the whole point of that project. When I posted it, it was more like, let me just try this and see how it goes. And, yeah, it was fine. And some people like it. Some people hated it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think if you get that polar, if you have, like, that polarizing thing going on, you're probably doing something right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know though. It's it's weird as far as like experimenting. The bed I'm building now is the best example of that because I'm kind of flying by. So you see my pants. I'm mixing symmetry and asymmetry with my book matches and my mm-hmm. um my live edges and everything, and like incorporating live edges into project parts like I'm doing with this thing. Something I really haven't done before. Most of the live edge stuff I've done in the past has all been like, I don't know, like it's all stands by itself. Like it's a tabletop or it's a I don't know, a platter or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not like here's some straight edges and here's some live edge stuff. It's all together. So it's going to be interesting to see how this thing turns out. But, you know, I kind of, I kind of enjoy that because you're kind of, you're learning and you're, you're learning about your own tastes and you're learning about the ways you can combine materials in a different way. That's not um, traditional or maybe not typical for you or what you're used to. And I think if, if anything, if, even if you don't like the way it looks at the end, you're still growing from that experience because you know what you don't like mm-hmm. or you know what you do like. Or, you know, like, this is pretty close to what I like, but if I tweak it this one little way next time, it'll be exactly what I like. Yeah. It's interesting how this stuff can change over time, too. There are things, yeah. like, when I go back and watch Woodworks, there were stuff that I saw David do initially that I'm like, 
oh, why'd he do that? And one thing in particular goes back to this uh, dimpling or, you know, sort of um, texturing that I'm doing of, of that walnut surface. I remember one of his, what was it? It was like an Asian inspired seat and it had a, like a purple heart medallion in the side that he did a texturing on with a die grinder, kind of very similar to what I'm doing here. And I remember looking at it going, dude, he just ruined that thing. Like, why would he want that to be textured? That looks like crap. And then now, you know, in 2017, I look at that and I go, yeah, that is sweet. I like that. It's different. It's, it's a unique element. It brings, you know, wood. It, while wood has its own texture, it, it usually isn't like deeply textured. It's usually our goal, at least for the most part, is to make things relatively smooth. <clears throat> so when I look at this thing, I'm like, that is awesome. That's a very unique thing that now I can kind of, as a more experienced woodworker, can appreciate it a little bit more. But at, at that time, if I would have given him a critique, I would have been like, well, lose the texturing, dude, because that's stupid, you know? <laughs> so it is interesting how this stuff, you know, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. David, in particular, I actually have the opposite reaction sometimes now. Pieces when I was watching Woodworks, oh, that you I was liked. just like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, my God, that's hideous. He mixed those two <laughs> woods together. What a noob. Well, but yeah, that's some of it, you know, because I went down that rabbit hole when I first like discovered exotic woods, like walking into a woodcraft and like you could buy the little like pre-surfaced pieces of purple heart and zebra wood. And it's like, Oh my yeah. God, I want to use it all. You know, and you build a <laughs> box with six different woods, different wood for each face. <laughs> right. And and it's like, Oh, that's so cool. And you know, if you look at a lot of David's work, he does use a lot of different woods. Now I do think he does it quite well, but there's some <laughs> of his pieces that I'm like, not my taste. And that's what it comes down to is your taste changes over time. Mm -hmm. But I, I think also kind of pushing your design limits and going out on that limb also teaches you about editing, you know, because yeah. sometimes that to use Mark's example, that textured element was just another element that you added to a piece that may have already been complete, you know? So then you add the textured element. Okay. That looks really cool, but maybe subtract something else, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and I, I think we see that a lot now because so many of us have exposure to so many different styles you know, and green and green is totally in vogue. So I'm going to do this like fusion green and green Queen Anne thing. And it's like, whoa, way too many elements going yeah, on there. Yeah, you know, for sure. Check out my cabriole leg with the cloud lifts and the, oh, the man. pegs. You know, oh. it's like, whoa, like sensory overload. You yeah, know, this um, might be the best idea you've ever had. <laughs> green and queen. Green and queen. <laughs> the oh, green that's queen. perfect. <laughs> Dude, that's dream. awesome. Now you're right though. Brothers, it, brothers it really is. Um, and I've said this before that it, it, I think good design, once you have a design vocabulary, you know, like you, you know what certain styles are, you know what things you can include. Really good design is a practice in restraint. It's saying, I know I could do this, but should I do this? You know, let me hold that back. Let me not oh, do this thing. I like that. Yeah. So I think that that's really, I don't know. That's what it comes down to for me. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, again, once again, we've done a longer extra show and a shorter weekend show. We're going to try to, <laughs> I'm going to figure this out one day, folks. Um, but we uh, appreciate you listening. And um, why don't you give us some contact info real quick, Shannon, and we'll get out of here. I can't do that. I already closed all those windows. Okay. Um, yes, I can do that. Oh, good, good. I'll good. just wing it. I'll wing it and see what happens. Do if it. you want to contact us, do it. Don't hesitate. Do it. Do you it. can get us on Skype. Our username is Wood Talk Online, I think. Mm -hmm. Not yep, sure. it is. I don't quite remember. Uh, you can certainly go to the website, woodtalkshow.com, and leave us a comment there. Or if you want, you can call us on our voicemail line. I'm going to 623-something. 623-242-5180. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, we also have a contact form at woodtalkshow.com slash contact. Awesome. Ask us, why are you doing such short weekend shows and long email extras? Why are you doing What's it backwards? Why are you doing it? All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll catch you next time. See you bye. Goodbye to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.